This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Seasons change. Why not your tech? Upgrade now during the Dell Technologies Summer Sale event and save on select PCs, like the XPS 16, powered by Intel Core processors. You'll be able to bring your most intensive projects to life with built-in AI, minimalistic design, immersive visuals, and cinematic audio. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to exceptional tech and electronics, plus free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Dell.com slash deals. That's Dell.com slash deals. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. 21 years after an upstate New York college student disappears, a new iHeartRadio original podcast sheds new light on the case. This season, we explore the disappearance of Suzanne Lyle. He calls up and his statement is, Did you know Suzy was missing? We follow her footsteps and dive deep into her world, searching for answers. I'm Phoebe LaFave, and this is Upstate Unsolved. Listen on the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you get podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Let me tell you what it's all about. It's a show that interviews industry decision makers, celebrities, CEOs, and small business owners. And I ask them questions like, what is or what are your secrets to success? Every Monday I'm here with those type of guests. And every Monday it gets better and better. And we enter the Thanksgiving week and we're about to slide on into the Christmas break. But I'll be delivering shows every week to keep you informed, to keep you abreast. Because guess what? There's a new year coming, y'all, called 2018. And better be informed. You best be informed to be able to take advantage of that situation. My hotline number is 832 832- 230-5592. That's 832-230-5592. My guest today, Brian Dobbins, EP of Blackish. His management clientele includes Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross, Ronrico Lee, Earthquake, Kenya Barris, F. Gary Gray, Regina Hall, and Andre Broder, just to name of a few. Then I'm going to have my man Charles Robinson. He was on the show before from Principal Jets, where he's going to offer you private jet solutions to a very demanding customer base. Just going to fill us in on the details. And when I go into that private jet run, don't, don't turn off. It's all about 
these different lanes of opportunities, how people are achieving success, and it really opens your eyes and just cuts off those those limits that you put on yourself. And then we're gonna go up with man Darius Wilson, the owner of JFC Health and Fitness Boot Camp, and then we're gonna. She's on the phone right now, but I'm going to mention her right now. Abigail Gonzalez is the Business Development Coordinator for the City of Houston's Office of Business Opportunity. And the winners will be on the show today as well in the service, product, and innovation. Tell everybody you know, Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversation, is on the air. Without further ado, because she's on the line, I saw on Friday my feet were tired. They had me hosting the event. It was a fantastic event in downtown Houston. My first guest is the business development coordinator for the city of Houston's Office of Business Opportunity, where she helps promote the success and growth of local and small businesses in the city of Houston. Please welcome to the show, Money Making Conversation, Abigail Gonzalez. Hi, thank you for having me. That was a great introduction. Come on now, Abigail. I, you know, I was just with you Friday. You know, you've been on my show before when I had a live audience. You was fantastic. Yeah, so yes, I got I, I have a relationship with you. So, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I, of course. Thank you. I mean, first of all, you're, I love your personality. You're fantastic. And, uh, the, and every time I met you, you've always had that uh, that shine of, uh, of opportunity, excitement that lets me know that you really <laughs> enjoy what you do. Correct? Good. I, I really do. I really like helping the people of Houston just as yourself. Thank you very much. Now. Friday, I was there. You was there. Now that's mm -hmm. the fifth year, correct? Sponsored yes, by Capital One. Year. Sponsored correct. by Capital One, and they've they've did over the uh, this past year are uh, they've they've contributed over three hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars of sponsorship dollars and in-kind rewards to the uh, to the event, correct? That is correct. Capital One is our sponsor. Uh, the Houston Public Library and the City of Houston's Office of Business Opportunity. Um, co-host this event for um, aspiring entrepreneurs or those who are looking to start their businesses and you know Capital One does a great job of helping us with this project and of course uh, funding these new businesses <laughs> without them we wouldn't be giving them these huge prizes. Come on now, come on now ain't nobody gonna show up for a data board okay they yeah, gonna show right, up. you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know which I really love the event and uh the thing about it, well, I sat down and had dinner with uh, Dr. Lawson and Ms. Wright, and and she really and 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 let me know the importance of the library's relationship with the whole campaign. Yes. If you can give me a little detail, because you know I'm gonna tell you something. I I learned a little bit about it because I told her the library Starbucks was the new library. She she looked at me, gave me a hard look. She went, huh? <laughs> she she wasn't ready to hear that. And then she broke it down to me, but I want you to tell everybody the significance of that role. And Starbucks is not the new library. The library is the library, and it plays a significant role in so many small businesses in gaining information so they can be successful. Your turn. Exactly. I mean, the library is not the same old library you see on the TV or that you remember where you have to be quiet. This library, <laughs> especially here in Houston, uh -huh. um, is so supportive of small businesses. They have a small business development program. Right. They have so many free resources for people who want to start their own businesses. Mm -hmm. um, our competition actually refers people to the library mm -hmm. because they have... Um, books and databases full of business plans that you can look at to make your own and they support these business owners um, and of course support the liftoff Houston initiative so it is really important to know that they're not just there to 
you know, lend out books, but they have a bunch of free resources that they right. use to help the community. So I think she's completely right. Um, not only is she a fantastic director, but the library just does so much to support the, the people of Houston. Well, I'm going to just tell you, you know, when I said uh, when I said that line, she set me straight now. Cause, you oh, know, I, I bet. I oh, bet no, she just, did. I'm going to tell you, it was a polite set straight because, again, I'm one of those people just trivializing situations a lot of times, you know, by, <laughs> by just making a, just an offhanded statement that, you know, the library is just someplace you go and read. Uh, gather information, like you just said. The library isn't the library you used to go to. The, the li ain't nobody over going. Shh, shh, exactly, shh, shh, exactly. And a lot of people don't know that they um, contribute to the Lift Off Houston program until they actually start. Mm -hmm. And they just have so many fantastic resources to provide. Um, we really try to get people to realize that the library is there for more than, like you said, to shush people and check out books. <laughs> well, let me, let, me, let me bring everybody on board exactly what we did on Friday. All it's right. a fantastic program with some information. What happened, I hosted the event on Friday, and my producer, Nicole, I'm just calling my producer because she was producing me in a very oh, yeah. good way. And it was a, it was a three-hour event, and basically it was an opportunity for three in three businesses to win thirty thousand dollars there were three categories well, each category was ten thousand dollars in each category and you had a fan category where if you voted on the social media under the twitter account or the facebook account that person can win an additional five hundred dollars or if that's the only car prize that they they walked away at least five hundred dollars and the three categories were product service and innovation and to be eligible, because it's going to happen again in 2018, correct? That is correct. So we do want folks to know that you, if you did not win or you did not um, compete in 2017, we have this competition every year. We launch in around uh, May, June um, time frame, mm -hmm. and you can always follow us you know, on social media at mm -hmm. Liftoff Houston mm -hmm. to find out when we launch the application again so that you don't miss that round. Because to be eligible, this is important, applicants must be in the startup phase of their business, which means they either must have a developed business idea or have a business in operation for less than one year with revenue of less than $10,000. That's very important that people, you know, you just can't be out there making $500,000 or making $100,000 talking about you're going to get in this contest. No. <laughs> this is really a startup opportunity, and they're in three categories product, service, and innovation. Now, here's, the, here's, the, here's my whole thing. Now, I'm glad you said that because about if you did, if you participated this year, you could actually come back and, 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 and try to engage in the opportunity of being a finalist in the 2018 campaign, correct? Yes, that's correct. So the only people who can't compete again are the winners because we can't just keep giving them money. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've, already, they've already exceeded the $10,000. You know, you exactly. So mm -hmm. they're already done. So mm -hmm. if you, if you um, participated in any way or you competed, you pitched, but you didn't win, you can participate again um, in 2018 as long as you meet all of the other requirements. Because I'm going to just tell you, you know, I, I was on that stage, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a guy with an opinion. It was a couple of them you know, was a little fluff. You know, they could have they could have engaged the process a little bit more. And I and I think if they should look back at what they what they did and realize that the reason they didn't make, didn't finish number one is because they didn't do their due diligence. They didn't do, and I'm not gonna call out any names because they should take this lesson. This is a powerful lesson because it was some, the judges were great. The judges were past winners. 
and uh, and uh, Laura Vignog was one of the judges that represented the Capital One, and you had judges from uh, 2016 winner judges who had won $10,000 in the three categories of product, service, and innovation. They participated, and so it really was a, 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 a detailed thing, and I felt like it was broadcast on Facebook. So you guys are really stepping this up. So so uh, I, I got to ask this question now. Did I do Did I do what I was supposed to do, Abigail? Did oh, I step you, up? You today? know you did a great job. You don't even have to ask that question. You were fantastic, and I hope that, that you help us out, you know, in the future because you did a great job. Well, I was happy. When I first got the opportunity, thank you for the compliment. And I want to just say that, that you guys have something special. Uh, I want to say that, and, uh, and it, it, it should be promoted. Uh, at a high level, I, I feel that the room was packed. By the way, everybody was it was no seat left in the in the venue, and uh, and I expect that to be in 2018 uh, because of the fact that it was it was just a, a strong level of excitement. Abigail, congratulations on this. On uh, my next break, I'm gonna Thank be bringing you. the three winners of 2017 on the air. That was 4.0 GPA, a sale lifestyle at Wonderlove Houston, and I'm not even writing. I'm not even reading this. This is stuff from my memory. That's how engaged <laughs> I was in the process. And when I'm just delivering this information, when you got a producer like Nicole, you know, she drilled all this information in my head. So I'll be carrying this all the way to the new year. Good, good. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. Thank you so much for the kind words. I appreciate it. And I will see you soon. And I wish you a great Thanksgiving this week and uh, an amazing Christmas. And we'll start talking and chopping it up in 2018 and getting some ideas rolling to blow this things up, blow this thing to an even bigger level in uh, 2018. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool. I look forward to it. Thank you so much. And tell everybody hi and tell everybody I, I love the opportunity and I so respect what you guys are doing and y'all are heading in a great direction. You have a fantastic mayor, Sylvester Turner, who supports this event and uh, you guys keep winning. Coming up next will be the three winners for 2017 in the categories of product, certif innovation. I want to thank my girl Abigail for being on the show. She's fantastic and I look forward to seeing her in 2018. Rashawn McDonald will be back <laughs> with more money-making conversations. Thank you very much. Bye. Hi, welcome back. This is Rashawn McDonald, your host of Money Making Conversation, a show where I interview CEOs, industry decision makers, small entrepreneurs, and guess what? They tell me the secrets of their success, as well as celebrities. Uh, on this phone right now, I've just wrapped up a call with the fantastic Abigail Gonzalez, and we was talking about Liftoff Houston that I hosted this past Friday. It's entrepreneurship. That's what this. That's what I talk about. Entrepreneurship, and entrepreneurship can carry so many levels. It means in life, business, how you approach your education. It's about a drive to be. Not, they don't have that mentality of being an eight to five person. You want to step out of that box. You want to plan your life. You want to put a business plan about your life together. On the phone, I have the three winners who participated in this weekend's, this past Friday's event where I hosted, stood on my feet for three hours. They kept offering me a, a, a chair. Now, Nicole kept offering me a chair because I kept rejecting her. But when I got home, I realized I had been standing for three hours. I paid a price. But it was well worth it because I want to introduce my three winners. They all on the phone. Great. Fantastic. I'm going to bring them right up. You can drop that music out of my ear. Uh, the three winners, each category paid them $10,000, 4.0 GPA. Henry Kakula, a sale lifestyle, won $10,000 in the product category. Megan Eddings and Wonderlust in the innovation category was paid $10,000. D. 
Deidre Mathis. Is that correct, ladies and gentlemen? Did I get everybody right? Yes, you yes. got it right. Wonderlust Houston, Deidre Mathis. There you go. You know, Deidre go talk <laughs> extra now. You know, after I saw her, she had a cheerleading <laughs> section. Deidre, Deidre, you came with the group, didn't you, girl? Yeah! Yes, I have some amazing supporters. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Awesome. I want to take the time. We have a, we have a little time. I'm gonna play the music, so I wanted to take the time. First of all, I want to congratulate all three of you guys. And it was so funny was that after you know when the judges went back for the final pairing, it's the, the judging find out who won each category. One was in product for ten thousand dollars. One was in service for ten thousand dollars, and one was in innovation. Now, I wanted to have on the show because you know a lot of people say these contests, and then you never hear any, any after results. And so I wanted to bring you guys on to talk about, hey, this was a real deal. And starting with you, Henry, give us a little feedback on your participation and what winning ten thousand dollars will do for your brand and your business. It's going to provide us with marketing, so we're going to be able to expand, get radio ads and expand our market, and then we're also going to be able to get an office where we're going to be able to have clients come in. Mm -hmm. But when we get those ads and everyone starts finding out about 4.0 GPA and how yes, they can compare their kids to college, they're going to come in, and our re 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 revenue is going to go up tremendously. Cool. Uh, and in a minute, I'm going to ask you about each one to describe your business, but I want to find out the initial impact of what $10,000 would do. Okay, Excel Lifestyle. That was the, the, the no sweat lifestyle that you wanted to bring to the table, Megan. Please tell us, you know, because your presentation, first of all, I got to say this, she is in shape. You know, she looks like she does work out. So that was a good sign. You know, if you're going to excel, if you're going to sell, sell workouts clothing, that, that you should at least look like you're wearing it. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Now, liftoff is incredible. And um, winning the $10,000, I'll definitely take that money and put it towards uh, patenting my fabric. Right. Now, now you were saying that you were in the, still in the testing phases, correct? That is correct. The fabric just finished, uh, the third round of fabric just got finished testing about two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, being made, and the testing will be done about mid-January 2018. Okay, cool. And then I want to bring out uh, my, 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 the cheerleader. I mean, you know, this is, this is, she's millennial at the finest right here. You know, <laughs> Deidre, please tell us, you know, what you're going to do with that $10,000 in regards to your business. Well, I just, you know, um, started renovations on my brick and mortar business. So this money will definitely help me with working capital to continue to market uh, Wonderlust Houston <laughs> and uh, to put the word out because uh, people need to know that we'll be opening in the spring and come stay with us. Okay, so cool. That, yeah, for marketing oh. uh, mainly. Well, I'm going to let that lead right on to it. Explain everybody what Wonderlove Houston is, and you're the winner in the innovation category. Explain to everybody what exactly is your entrepreneurial business. So Wonderlove Houston is a hospital that I'm opening in the museum district. So I've traveled a lot uh, in my life, uh, both internationally and domestically, yes, staying in over 65 hospitals. And I fell in love with the whole concept of a shared community while traveling. So when I moved to Houston three years ago, I said, you know what, this is a place where a hostel needs to be. So just started researching and making it happen. And so I'm just really excited to offer community to millennial travelers who visit Houston. Now, when you say the word millennial travelers, now that's a, that you know everybody now everybody talks about the millennial how dominate that's eighteen to thirty four, and it, and yes. it, and I always say that's pretty interesting because if you're a person who's lived on campus, then you used to waking up looking at somebody staring at you. 
You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But but the way we're set up is we uh, we do offer privacy. So if someone wants a private room, they can absolutely get their own room. But if someone is saying, hey, you know, I want to meet other people and they have that shared space, they, we have the or shared rooms as well. So we have a little bit for both people who want privacy and who want that community. And what makes you so excited? What makes you, you so, wow, I'm sure I can't believe that I'm getting my shot. What makes you so excited? I mean, this is just amazing. I just entrepreneurship is just really special and important to me, especially being a minority woman, uh, being able to start this legacy for my family and just be an inspiration for other women who want to start businesses. This was a long, hard road, but just super exciting. And I'm just really excited to just be there for other women who have questions about opening their business and offering this, you know, cool, innovative, new ideas to the Houston city. So everything about this has just been an amazing journey. Congratulations. Now, Megan. Thank you so much. Excel Lifestyle. First of all, I love the logo. I love the, the whole logo, and it was clean. You know, because me, you know, when, you, when you're when in that business, because guess what? We're we competing with, you know, Nike, Adidas, you know, all these people out there. So you you know you know the, the uh, you know these these celebrities out there who Kate Hudson has a line all these things are competing. Now what made you wake up and say you know something I'm gonna do this I'm unknown I'm unknown don't nobody know me but I'm gonna do this. What is inspiring you? What is driving you? Sure. Yeah, I decided a few years ago that my career, what I was doing for my day job, was not in line with my passions of fitness and fashion, and I love chemistry. So basically, I just started washing my husband's workout clothes and they just stunk. <laughs> and to be honest, so my, you know, he doesn't stink, but the clothes did not smell good. And then I started, you know, talking to some friends and my brother's back home. Uh -huh. And uh, it's just a common, common problem that obviously people don't talk about. So I said, well, there's got to be a solution. And I couldn't really find one out there uh -huh. that targeted, you know, all the challenges I'm trying to address. And so right. I said, well, the heck with it. I'll just start my own company. Mm -hmm. Now, and so, so you're saying, I'm going to say this, the, 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 the funk of washing your husband's workout clothes inspired you. Uh, yes, it did. There That's you go. Come word, on, let's go. Keep it real. I like to keep it real. Keep it real, because he was in the audience, correct? <laughs> he certainly was. We're so, still married. So you should have pointed at him. You should have pointed at him and said, that man right there is the reason I'm on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and so, exactly. so, 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 just give people a little bit more detail exactly what your clothing line is trying to accomplish and why it's going to be successful. Sure, it is a uh, fashionable workout clothes that don't smell, no matter how much you sweat in them. And the key is they're not made in sweatshops. Everything is sourced and made here in the United States. Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, and it's been it's been a wild ride. Super exciting. Um, every day, I am learning more and more and. Just like Deidre said, uh, you know, empowering other women and people to start their own company. It's not easy, but it is the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my life. And I want to inspire others to do the same. And I stay in touch, and I'm sure I, I, I will stay engaged with uh, 2018 with the uh, Lift Off Houston campaign. And I hope to see everybody in, um, you know, at the, the next year's finals, the, being a judge, being a, being a mentor. And also, my show, Money Making Conversation, is designed to be able to promote your opportunities to sell your bread. It's another extension, you know, you, like Deidre, once you, once you officially up and running, send me a flyer. I'll put it on my social media for you, free of charge, okay? Okay, I'll bring absolutely, you back on absolutely. the show and um, 
and I'll bring you back on the show to promote your grand openings and all that. That's the whole oh, purpose. Oh, that's awesome. That's the whole purpose of this show. You know, that's why I'm so I feel so fortunate to talk to such such young people. I say young people because of the fact that you enter into a business where guess what? A lot of people sit at home and sit and, and say I almost ride out this eight to five because guess it's safe. It's normal. It's what people tell you you're supposed to do. When you when you enter the entrepreneurial spirit. The rules are off. It's all on you. There's no guarantee you right. gotta get a check. And so right. I want to I carry this conversation to the man who walked on stage first, because the way it happened <laughs> it was ten contestants. Okay, it was and, and they just drew out of a hat. And this young man, Henry Kakula, 4.0 GPA, was the very first person to walk on stage. And I'm gonna tell you something. Very first is not always good because you know Mike's system not working correctly. You know, you know the crowd's not warmed up. The judge is hearing the very first pitch. So all that was running through your mind, correct, Henry? <laughs> it was running through my mind. <laughs> and how did you pull it off, fella? Because you did a great job, man. You you crammed. I remember. I remember. Uh, I remember the Capital One representative say, "You you squeezed a lot in that five minutes." <laughs> Yeah, it's, so just starting off with, it's just like the opportunity. I had to shoot my shot because I told my mom, man, I wasn't through. Yes, sir. But I had to keep my promise. And it was kind of nervous with the clicker at first, but I had to get it together. And it was only five minutes, and I couldn't let 10K squander away like that. Now, let's tell me, tell everybody in detail a little bit about exactly what is 4.0 GPA. Okay. So 4.0 GPA, we help prepare students and teachers as well for the college process. But how does it work? We're like a workshop. A lot of students do not know how to prepare for college and do the college application. So in one day, we go to the whole entire school, make sure everyone complete their application, and then we show them what they have to do to graduate from college within four years. Because I failed six classes in high school, and I saw it coming from a low-income background. Mm -hmm. Being a teacher, a lot of my students didn't know how to prepare for college. They ended up in prison. So I said, I want to stop receiving prison letters and start receiving more college degrees. Oh, congratulations. That was the process. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's awesome. And, that, now and that, so we also help them with LinkedIn accounts. So mm -hmm. if they don't want to go to college, they know how to have their resume. Yes, They're sir. ready to go into technical fields and be successful and not out here robbing people. I love it. I love the fact that you're giving an opportunity. That's all. That's all anybody asks for, you know. And so this is—is is this like a subscription that they can pay for, or is a is a is a plan they have to sign up for? How exactly do they get your service? Okay. So what they can do, they can go on our website right now, four zero gpa dot com, and they they can sign up for a monthly plan. We work with a lot of schools within Houston and individuals. Right. And what we do, we make it extremely simple. Regardless, if you have a 2.0 GPA, we will help you get accepted to colleges and win scholarships. And we'll do all that for you in less than a month's time period. And we have also been highlighted on Channel 2 this year, so we have had a lot of successes. And we're going to be featured at South by Southwest EDU, one of the biggest education conferences in the United States. Well, my friend, so that, I, the same goes back to you. Okay, if you have a flyer or banner, get it, get it to my staff. Have, have Abigail contact Samantha. And so we, and uh, Dale, who helms all, he's my program director for my Money Making Conversation platform, will put it on our social media. Let's do it at the first of the year. Let's don't do it right now, all kind of ads. Let's, let's, if you don't mind, let's do it at the first of the year, get it up and rolling, make people put the folks in a, in a position to be able to look for opportunities. Is that cool with you? 
That's that's fine, and you go expect the email from me on 12 a.m. January 1st, 2018. I love it. I love it. I, guess what? But I want I want you to get the contact information now, though. Okay, Samantha okay. Taylor is my is my director for this for, for handling all my local talent booking. So how will that happen there? Now, as far as Megan, I have a wife and a daughter. They work out all the time, and uh, so I'm just gonna let you know as soon as you get up and running. I'll be bringing business to your doorstep. Is that all right? Man, that is music to my ears. That's Thank all I'm saying. So I got a wife That's and daughter. Awesome. You know, they work out. I want out. to know why you're not working out. So the wife and the daughter are working out. Oh, okay. okay. See, see, now you're going to personalize. I'm going to tell you something. This is what I do. <laughs> I, 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 I look like I work out. Now, you if do. you get you me do. on, an uh, escalator is my best friend. <laughs> but I will, I will definitely uh, uh, buy your, your your brand. I, 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 like I said, I love what I saw as far as the, the the logos and the layout. I thought it was fantastic. But know that I will be bringing business, and know that you are going to be a friend of mine into my family, and I will do what all I can in my power to help you launch your brand at a high level and make it a worldwide as well as a national success. Deal? Man, thank you kindly. That's beautiful. Thank you very much. Also, and my girl, my girl, <laughs> come on now, come on now. I'm going to tell you what I'm about to do here. In 2018, I'm going to syndicate my show to college campuses. Ooh, okay. Because I want to be the voice of 18 to 34. You know, I figured if Bernie Sanders can do it, Rashawn McDonald can do it. I got more swag. Absolutely. I got more swag, and I dress better. And so I'm going to get dead into your audience base, 18 to 34, because that's the group I want to go for. So I'm just letting you Amen. know Rashawn okay. McDonald is going to be a home for Wonderlust Houston, okay? Oh, I love that. That is wonderful. Well, you, you guys keep winning. I want to congratulate each one of you guys for winning $10,000 in each category of product, service, and innovation. I also want to congratulate my man Henry in the 4.0 GPA for winning the additional $500 for winning the social media fan favorite. Again, 4.0 GPA, Excel Lifestyle, Wonder Love Houston, three champions on my show today. Congratulations, and have a great 2018, okay? Thank you Thank so much. I really appreciate you. the opportunity. I appreciate y'all. A fan for life now. I just told, I, I told them now. They got a fan for life in Rashawn McDonald. If they want to keep winning, keep listening. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversation. Cool. Back. Just finished a fantastic in, interview with the winners of Liftoff Houston. Uh, a contest that will be, I said, a competition. Shark Tank type style competition. We'll be back in 2018 for all you entrepreneurs who are interested and, in, like I say, have not generated over $10,000 in income in the first year of your business. You should really seriously look at um, engaging yourself in this opportunity because it was it was a learning experience and the place was sold out, packed to the Raptors. And not only, I think it's very important that if you have a business, the more you talk about your business, the more you understand some of the flaws in your presentation as well as what you what you should be ac actually uh, promoting about your business. But my next guest, he has no flaws. He's been on my show before, and in fact, I didn't give him enough time. 
and I brought him back to give him more time. And I told him, look, let's come back in the Thanksgiving, New Year, Thanksgiving, you know, Christmas holiday time frame. My next guest is the owner of Principal Jets. He offers private jet solutions to a demanding customer base. That's me. I'm very demanding. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Charles Robertson. How you doing, Charles? Doing well, Mr. McDonald. How you doing? Oh, good, man. Because I, I, I'm good. demanding, man. I, I, on that private jet world, brother, I am so demanding. It's ridiculous, man. How do you deal with, first of all, how do you deal with people like me? Well, the thing is, first of all, I, I want to applaud you for being a man of your word. Thanks for having me back on the show. Really uh, glad to be here, but uh, to, to deal with a person like but, but, you. I would just tell you this. Uh, this ain't going to be the last time you're going to be on my show. Because if well, my well, brand grows, and it will uh -huh. be growing bigger in 2018, you'll right. be on this show, my friend. Well, I look forward to it. Cool. Uh, but in terms of you being demanding, that's just the nature of the beast. You know, if you're spending the kind of money it takes to charter these jets, you deserve to be demanding. You know, we it's our job to accommodate you to whatever, uh, you know, whatever needs you have to make this a, a, an enjoyable experience when you when you do charter private jets through principal jets. And that's it's great because see, one of the demanding things I have, I got to have Wi-Fi. You know, mm -hmm. I got cuz you know, I got it when I'm flying, you don't sometimes, you know, these jets can go coast to coast. Then right. or you can just take a hopper from here to Dallas or Harlem, I'm talking Texas, Texas talk. You know, Houston to Harlem <laughs> and to Corpus Christi or New Orleans. You know, you right. might not, you know, it's up in the air hour. You might not want to have Wi-Fi, but I would want to have a Wi-Fi. And so right. that that's a big, is, 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 the, is the, those advanced levels of technology being a, like a standard part of the jet travel world? Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, um, one of the, the beauties of flying privately is that you yes, can sir. remain productive while you're flying. Yes, sir. Um, unlike the airlines, I know with the airlines you can purchase access to Wi-Fi to a certain degree. But when flying privately, you can still conduct meetings. You have access to Wi-Fi. You know, there are certain planes that, you know, I'll be honest with you, that will not have access to Wi-Fi. But if we know before you are scheduled to fly that Wi-Fi is important to you, we will make sure that you're on, a, you're on an aircraft that has available Wi-Fi for you uh, to conduct your business while you're, 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 uh, you're flying. And that's key. That way, that's while, key. while you're traveling, you're not skipping a beat on your business. You know, you're still moving. Because I've, I've read articles where, you know, companies are now doing that. You know, they, like if lawyer teams or marketing teams, instead of having them buy, you know, six or eight tickets, they'll rent a private jet, and then they could all fly through that whole journey. You know, they're not, they're not tapping each other on the shoulder or, 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 or right. trying to keep, keep abreast or sitting on separate aisles. They can conduct exactly. meetings. While they're on the right. plane to travel, that's a big, big thing now, and it saves money it, as well as work time. It is a big plus, and plus, um, on top of that, you can remain, you know, keep the information that you're discussing. It can remain confidential. Mm -hmm. You know, while you're in a private aircraft, you know, it's only yourself and the people that are on your team. Mm -hmm. Versus flying privately, if you walk up to uh, row fifteen uh, B to tap Johnny on the shoulder and ask him something about an email that was sent through. Well, everybody in that area will hear the whole conversation. Whereas if you're flying privately, you can all just have the conversation as if you were in a, a boardroom. And I'm going to tell you this, this is honest truth. You know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate. I fly first class. I fly comfort or the level behind on Sometimes I get okay. coached as well, but I'm going to tell uh -huh. you, when you open up that computer, I, you know, I, when I, when I'm doing work, I always right. get me an aisle, a window seat. 
So I at least can uh -huh. keep my computer at an angle. But it's a, exactly. it's a very uncomfortable angle I'm working at because <laughs> I don't want, you know, I don't want anybody seeing my screen because I, sometimes I'll be looking at, I look over at somebody's screen and I'll be going, for real? You let me see this. <laughs> for real. You, I know. I know. I know exactly and, what you mean. And that's the beauty of flying private and also a uh, reason a lot of corporations, because I'm going to just keep hollering about corporations because mm -hmm. of the fact that once you send an employee, they own the clock. Exactly. So, so if you can position them to work as a team while they're on the clock, then you get more out of your money. That's absolutely correct. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, there's a, a misnomer that, uh, for the most part, the uh, the executives that fly privately are mostly the top tier, mm -hmm. senior level executives. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of cases, it could be sales teams going out to there you go. do a demo. Mm -hmm. It could be. Um, you know, um, other executives going out to do a corporate roadshow for a company that's doing an, uh, about to do an IPO. Yes, sir. Uh, hitting multiple cities in a, in a you know, in the same day. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not always the top tier um, senior executives, but you know, we get a lot of those as well. Well, you know, but, when, when people hear the word private jet, they hear, you know, you know, they hear the celebrity, the super celebrities, you know, exactly. Beyonce, Tom Brady, you know, they, right. you know, they Kevin Hart. Steve mm -hmm. Harvey, you know, or, right. or they hear CEOs of Amazon, like you're saying, but that right. is not the case nowadays. It's just not like, always. It's like, like it, I, I'm gonna just tell you, I travel a lot, you book a lot, and mm -hmm. because of the fact that it, you don't have to get pat down. People ain't taking off all your clothes. You don't have to go through no machine to make you bend over. You know, right. you you can take water on a plane. You just get there and you just walk on a plane. And I swear to you, you don't have to get to the airport two hours early. All right. those things are what I'm telling you is the truth. Right, exactly. Now, I'll tell you one thing about the, the corporate execs using, uh, using us is that they do save time because of those things. You know, you don't have TSA. You don't have, uh, you know, a check-in point by, you know, two hours in advance. You don't have the baggage claim issues and that sort of thing. Uh, so they do save time by flying privately but a lot of these people yes, that use private aviation to conduct their business they also see the benefits of using it for their personal lives as well absolutely so absolutely. we have a lot of um i have one since the last time i was on your show cool i picked up a new client yes sir uh just because of a feature that was done on us in uh the washington business journal congratulations and this this gentleman was um thank you this gentleman is a, a really well-respected international businessman mm -hmm. but he also surfs as a hobby <laughs> and <laughs> and it, it's the funniest thing because you get some of the some of the strangest i won't say strange but some of the most unusual circumstances because this gentleman has used us to you know conduct business but then he's started using us now to go to these different locations to surf mm -hmm. wherever the wind is you know in, in this time of year you know so mm -hmm. but but the other thing that we have going on is right now we're walking into the busiest season for private jet travel in the year wow. you know between right now uh leading to thanksgiving and we have christmas new year's then the super bowl and in between that we also have all the other football games leading into the college yes, football sir. championships mm -hmm. and we also have this group of people that they call the snowbirds mm. people that live in the northern um, climates that migrate south during the winter months and a lot of them have additional residences down south so some of them will fly privately to go go south to stay stay for the uh, the winter months. So 
I can't tell you how busy it is for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay, cool. And uh, and then Super Bowl weekend as well. Now, did I offer you the opportunity to come on my social media with any banners and flyers last time? You know, um, we we spoke about that, but I have something for you. I will email it over to you, and uh, we'd love to have it on there. Definitely. I, I want okay. to do that for you because okay. that's the whole purpose of money-making conversation because mm-hmm. it, the thing I liked what you said was you did an article because that's what you mm-hmm. have to do. And you know, as a business person, you just got to keep selling your bread, and you never know right. where that where somebody might hear you and start connecting dots. Say, I heard you. I read about you. I saw a post here, and your brand mm-hmm. becomes synonymous with a trusted <coughs> brand. Exactly. And that's right. what, and that's why that's why I appreciate you coming back on the show, and I understand your philosophy, so Rashad. Mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing me back on the show. You're a man of your word because it allows me to keep building my brain. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We, we'll be back with more money making conversations from my man Charles Robertson. Boy, he out there private just dealing with demanding people like me and keeping a smile on his face. We we'll right back with more money making conversations. Thank you. Hi, Rashawn McDonald back with more Money Making Conversations. On the call, I have from Principal Jets, the owner, Charles Roberts. Welcome back, Charles. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, Charles, a little background talk about you. You're a Mississippi boy, huh? Yes, sir. Uh, born and raised in a little town called Meridian, Mississippi. Um, just uh, about 85 miles east of Jackson, Mississippi. Most people have heard of that. I'm going to just tell you something. Um, you need to stop calling a little bit of town, Mississippi. I've been to Meridian, <laughs> Mississippi. I was there in March. Right. I was there for uh, doing. I did a, did a big campaign with Love's Kitchen. Went down exactly. there. Exactly. So so don't call Meridian, Mississippi, small to me because <laughs> I've been there, brother. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and as a matter of fact, you met some um, some good friends of mine while you were down there. Absolutely. Um, right. Uh, Cedric Dubos, gentleman, uh, uh, he's cooking uh, baking cakes. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's absolutely. a good friend of mine. I know his family well. That, good they, people. They got a great gig down there. They was at my mm-hmm. reception, and they laid out right. their whole spread. Good family. I believe I right. featured his wife on my uh, Baker Spotlight on my social okay. media. So I just okay. want to let you know, we didn't talk about that last time because we were tight on time. <laughs> but don't you call Marini, Mississippi, small to me. Because Rashawn okay. has been there. <laughs> All right. I'll remember that next time. No problem. Yeah. And, now, and but, let's, let's go a little back even further about your, your personal life. You know, you, okay. you know your, your, your entrepreneurial spirit came from your family. You, you're, right. you're, you're a veteran of the military, Air Force, and the Air National Guard. All those right. things I feel got to be told. That's your story, man. You know, absolutely that's what defines a- you, correct? Absolutely. Uh, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. Uh, my, my grandfather was one of the first um, uh, privately owned plumbing companies in in the area down there Mm -hmm. and uh so he grew you know he he expanded his business my my dad took it over after he you know uh got out of the military all the boys in our family in the summer that's the job that we had as a summer job was working on these plumbing jobs with my my father and my grandfather Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um so it taught us that you know there's always work to be done you know and Mm -hmm. and, uh working for yourself is you know i wish i would you know, I wish it would have resonated with me earlier in life, but it it, it hit me, and um, I'm I'm so glad I've done it. Well, you know, I hear what you're saying. Some people get it, don't they? They get it in mm-hmm. their teens, they get it in their early twenties. Yeah. It didn't hit yeah. me until I was like mid thirties. You know, despite right. Right. people telling me how uh-huh. talented I was, telling right. me I was special, the, exactly. constantly telling me that, <clears throat> man, you you're not the same. I, I just right. felt that I wanted to be. It's so easy to be just like everybody else. It's right. so easy just to go to work, take your break, 
Go to exactly. lunch and go home. <laughs> have some kids and watch football. That's easy. Exactly. Right, right. The, the unknown portion of what you're talking about right now is that mm-hmm. is that you have to mentally get yourself up every day, which is a good every thing. Day. Which is not a bad thing to do to compete. Right. You're competing exactly. every day. Every day. Every around the clock. Every day. That's the part that people and I, I, I found that, you know, I'm going to tell you something, some days I have mm-hmm. those days where I doubt myself. They might be a couple uh-huh. of hours, and right. I just, but I realized that, Rashawn, this is what you do, mm-hmm. man. This is what you right. do. Because I'm telling right. you something, there are people out there working for these these 40-hour-a-week jobs, doubting themselves, not just a day, every week. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Unhappy. <laughs> Unhappy. And so, so, right. so, mm-hmm. so when, you, when, you, when I'm talking to someone like you, mm-hmm. who, you know, mm-hmm. you, that's why I had to go back to Meridian, Mississippi. Had to go right. back to Jackson State at Jackson. Had to go right. back, you know, when you was cleaning those toilets, gathering mm-hmm. that entrepreneurial spirit. All you right. kept thinking was, man, I, I, did this one. I know what I don't want to do in life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do what Grandpa's doing. I ain't doing this now. <laughs> I'm going to join the Air Force and then the Air National Guard. And then, so right. you in line with what you're supposed to be doing because you're still right. dealing with planes. I, I firmly believe that. You know, I, I was, um, um, I, I guess I, I got hooked on aviation early on, you know, because where we lived in, in uh, Meridian, Mississippi, yes, it wasn't too far from an airport. Yes, sir. It's called Key Field. And there was an Air National Guard unit down there that had uh, these F-4 Phantoms. And I would sit there some days and just watch them take off and land, you know. Um, and you know, years later, I ended up being a member of that unit mm-hmm. as a crew chief wow. on F-4 Phantoms. Mm-hmm. And um, and later, you know, I transitioned to uh, a unit in the uh, Washington, D.C. area, the 113th Fighter Wing, mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, we the unit flies uh, F-16s. And mm-hmm. I was a crew chief on F-16s. Mm-hmm. And so I learned a lot about what it takes to manage and maintain high-performance airplanes um, and doing the same thing, but for you know, clients such as yourself, you know, with uh, a different type of aircraft. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Now, how does one how, how does one book book anything? I reach out to you to get in part of book a single flight or group flight with principal jets. Yes. Okay. The the, the beauty of our, our business model is that you do not have to um, buy a membership or any sort of jet card or anything like that. You can just go to our website. <laughs> it's, Say that one more time. Say that one more time. <laughs> yeah. And that's a big that's a big point. Uh, that's what I'm telling you don't you. have to, Say that one you don't more have time. to purchase a membership. There's no membership requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just basically fly for, you know, if you need to fly just once, you can do that. You can pay us for the time that you fly basically and and then in addition to the time that you fly, you also pay for any additional uh, related expenses such as catering, um, if it's inclement weather, yeah. you, mm-hmm. you, you'll be responsible for de-icing fees and things like mm-hmm. that. But all the fees are laid out in the quotes that we provide our clients. But the best way to, um, to go about reaching out to us is go to our website. Mm-hmm. It's principaljets.com, and I'll spell that P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L-J-E-T-S.com, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. principaljets.com. Mm-hmm. And you'll see a tab on there that just says request a quote. Mm-hmm. And if you click that and just key in all the information that it asks for and just submit it, it'll come to us and, and we'll just take that, come back to you with uh, some options for you to consider. And the the one thing I, I, I want to stress is that because we're a smaller company, mm-hmm. a lot of people have this misconception that, well, you know, they're a smaller company, so their planes may not be as, as safe as these big boys over here. I but know. I know. I guarantee you... <laughs> 
that not only will we save you money, but the planes that we will put you on were manufactured in the exact same factories as those planes for the you know, the other guys. Mm-hmm. They also have to fly and you know are maintained by the same FAA standards mm-hmm. that are required by law. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, we uh, ensure that they have endured additional audits in addition to the the basic FAA standards to ensure an additional level of safety and security for any of our clients that are flying privately. So if you give us a shot, you'll see. And um, that's one of the things that I'm trying to do now in terms of the customer base that we have. I'm trying to reach out to more people that look like me to become clients of mine because I know that they're out there and I don't have a whole lot of them right now. But that's one of the things that we're trying to change. Well, that's why I'm supporting you. That's why I'm mm-hmm. a fan of yours. Not right. only because you have a good business model and you're a good businessman, because I know that, because I am. You call it Netflix. Netflix. I know what you're talking about out there. Yes, sir. You know, that these, yes, these memberships, that I've had them. I've had mm-hmm. these cards, you know, and, you know, right. as you fly, it reduces hours on the cards. <laughs> right. You know, things right. like that. But I also know that, you know, you pick a plane. If you pick mm-hmm. a plane that says 1900, then you're going to get that mm-hmm. type of plane. You pick a plane right. that says, because I'm always a guy, I always like my planes to be in the 2000s, but you can get a plane yes. from 1990. And, you know, you get you get those type of planes from certain agencies uh-huh. that book them. So uh, right. I've been on the mm-hmm. what they call top, top tier of private uh-huh. airlines companies, and they've given uh-huh. me planes I've looked at and go, you kidding me. Right. This dirty <laughs> plane, really. So so I respect what you're saying, and that's why I'm, i got to stay on top of you in this relationship mm-hmm. with myself because I know yes, I get celebrities on here. I get mm-hmm. entrepreneurs on here. I get CEOs on my show. Mm-hmm. And so right. I want to be able to put, you know, when they, they also are tied to my social media. And so uh-huh. I know this is peak time for you. Please get that card to me, that social media banner. And so mm-hmm. consider me a friend, man. And okay. I, get, Likewise. I Likewise. get emails all the time where people saying okay. this leg's empty. We got an opportunity for you to fly. If you mm-hmm. need to put me on your email list, give it to me. And I just distribute it when I get it to people I know okay. who might need a private jet. So okay. I know that this is a, I had to bring you back because I am a man of my word, but also had to bring you back because I know this time of the year, private yes, jet sir. business is busy. Okay. Right. It is. It is. It is. All right. Well, you thank you so waiting. much. I really appreciate the time. Hey, man, I really one do. more time, tell everybody how they can uh, book your book out your your, your, your plane services on uh, right. principaljets.com. Yes, sir. Go to principaljets.com, P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L-J-E-T-S.com. Go yeah. there and just click on the tab, request a quote, and we'll take it from there. You keep winning, okay? I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank Likewise. You, thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. We'll be back with more. Got my man, Brian Dobbin. Executive producer of Blackish and his roster of talent that he's associated with is scary good. So happy to get him on the call. I appreciate everybody for listening so far. The first hour of money making conversation has now expired. Hour two coming up. So my next guest, um, so happy to get up. I've been trying to get him for like a month now. That's how busy this young man is. And I know he's busy because he's running a, a sitcom. <laughs> and boy, when you're running the sitcom and you're in that day-to-day operation, dealing with them scripts, sometimes you don't have time on Monday to talk to anybody. But I got him on the phone. Let me get a quick wrap setup of who he really is. He's the, one of the executive producers of the the uh, incredible ABC series Blackish, um, part of a management firm that includes the clientele of the clients of uh, Anthony Anderson, 
Tracy Ellis Ross, Ron Rico Lee, Earthquake, Kenya Barish, who is the creator and executive producer of Blackish, F. Gary Gray, Regina Hall, just to name a few. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation for the very first time. I know he's calling me from LA, Mr. Brian Dobbins. Hello, everybody. How you doing, Brian? Great, thank you. I can't believe I got you on the phone because I know your schedule's crazy. Uh, uh, you know, uh, just trying to make it, man. You know, it's uh, a lot going on at all times, and I'm doing my best to, to juggle it all. Well, first of all, first of all, got to say this: African American, that's powerful, and uh, because in this business, um, I know being a talent. Uh, Fifteen years ago. The type of roster that you have or being associated with was not associated with an African-American representative, whether in the agency or management. What are your thoughts on that? And nothing negative when I'm saying that. It's just that you have shown that you, you've developed a trust. You've developed a, a, a resume that, that tells people that come with you and you're a winner. T tell me what that means when I, to, to the average listener when I'm saying that to a young man who high-powered, multi-million dollar talent. Cause that roster is incredible, man. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, and before I, I go into, I just want to be clear on a couple of things. Number one, you know, I, you know, I think the bio information you got is a little old. I don't. Earthquake is no longer a client, or, or okay, cool. Nor is Ron Rico. Okay, uh, cool. But um, yeah, um, you know, so uh, look, I, I think um, you know, I've been doing this a long time. Yes, sir. And. Um, you know, a, a lot of the talent that I represent, as you point out, is, uh, is African American talent, and they are, um, you know, a lot of times. I and you know, even myself when I was coming up, we made to feel like, you know, you better get it quick because it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen if you don't. Um, and and what I mean by that is, you know, there was just not a, it doesn't feel like there's many opportunities out there for African American yes, talent and. There's not the, the the business at large is not set up for or designed for us to to really carve out long lasting careers. Um, so uh, you know I, I think that one of the things that I'm in charge of and I and I think a lot about a lot is that I have to be I have to work with people who are um, often trying to figure out ways to extend their careers. Right. Um, and. I'm, I'm, uh, I take that very seriously. I, I like to say, you know, we're in the, I'm in the pretend business a little bit because if you ever visit a set or a, a TV set or a film set, it's all artifice. There's nothing real. There's, you know, there's sets, but it's not real. And to carve out a career uh, and to be able to help somebody sustain their them, themselves and carve out financial and career success mm -hmm. in a business that is pretend all day. Um, is a real large responsibility and you know i've had you know many clients for many years mm -hmm. um and i've watched them you know move from their apartment to their house and get married and have kids, <laughs> and kids to private school and you know and and you, you have to be able to eat out a living you have to you have to be able to you know think about how you're going to have a lifetime of success in this business and it is very competitive and a bad movie or a bad show or uh, you know bad performance and people are questioning yes, sir. your longevity so my a big part of what I do is you know work with 
people and make sure that they have longevity in their in their careers and help them make continue to make good decisions about their careers and their lives. Well, you're doing a fantastic job, you know, and I'll stick with the roster that, like, uh, and I apologize for mentioning names. I talked to my staff about allowing me to communicate those errors to you like that publicly, and no I apologize. Yeah, no but I will no tell you this, uh, uh, interesting, uh, if, when, you, when, I, when you talk about longevity and making money in, in this unreal world, because it really is, it's always looked at multiple streams of income. That's what I always viewed it as. And when I see that a client like Anthony Anderson, He's not only making money on his sitcom, he's making money on a game show. He's like the annual host of the, the Image Awards. Uh, all that is what you're talking about, correct? And then, of course, Tracy Ellis Ross hosted uh, American Music Awards last night. That's right. Yeah, that, that is what I'm talking about. Um, you know, and, and part of it is, you know, you have to be working with the right people. Right. Um, because and what, what, what I'm, what I'm in, in, indicating with that is, you know, Anthony and Tracy and a good portion of the people I work with, they work very hard. I don't, I, I think people, you know, you, I've heard, you know, a, a entertainers say this, but I'll say it from the management side. You know, the people that um, are the most successful work incredibly hard. They sacrifice a lot of their free time mm -hmm. um, and put it forward for their careers. And you look, they're, they're, they're paid well and it can be an exciting life, but it, it can also be a challenging life, and it can be lonely at times too. Because tell the truth, you know, man. you're you, you you don't get an opportunity to spend as much time with your family, like you know. And and me in support of so many clients, you know, I'm you know 45, 47 clients, something like that. So mm -hmm. me in support of that many people, I give up a lot of my free time also uh, in order to do that. You know, I, I find time to, to myself, but you know, in order to be in the places where some of the people that you noted are in their lives and their careers, right. it's a lot of sweat equity that goes into it. Come on a now. Lot. Come on and, now. And Anthony, you know, and you, you know Anthony and Tracy, like, they're just natural born hustlers anyway. You know, well, they, like, they, they just... You, you, you're telling the truth now. You're telling the truth. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's... I mean, Anthony, he's, you know, he's always out. He's always in, in places. He's always meeting people. He's mm -hmm. always saying, yeah, I met this person. Let's, let's set up. Let's set up a meeting. Let's have a conversation, and you know he will. You know he'll he'll get the party started, and, and then I'm, <laughs> I'll come in to to bring the chips and the dip. You know, like so. It, it, it really you really have to be working with people who are, who really want it anyway. Um, you know, I always say you know to people that um, if you're not really putting in the work. You're just not going to get very far, and the harder you work, the luckier you get. So. And isn't that key because of the fact that you know, being in, being in, I've been managing talent myself, and sometimes when talent signs you up, they think the work is done, that you're just going to go out there and land all these great deals. But it really is the continued hustle and enthusiasm that your talent that you that you've signed up continues to do. Because a lot of the times you get relationships created by them. I know when I was talking to Anthony Anderson last year, and he was talking to me about how he came up with the the Walmart commercial campaign. That was something he just ad-libbed with a video he shot, and it turned into a big deal for him. And he was plastered on TV the whole month of December for Walmart of, of last year. So I know they continue to hustle. And I know both Tracy and Anthony from the WB and the UPN days. And they have always 
done additional stuff. And when I say additional stuff, showing up for the neighborhood awards or showing up for any charity mm -hmm. event that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're talking about, that grind that sometimes doesn't carry a check, but it creates a relationship and also keeps their brand out there in a powerful level with the fans that, that they want to have watch their shows and support their shows. Yeah, I mean, you you, you start off um, by saying that, you know, some talent sort of expects like, oh, you know, I just get a, you know, I'll get a, the right, represent, right representation and everything will take care of itself. It, it does not work that way. I, I, I'm, I'm not a wizard, you know, I am. <laughs> Say that one more time, bro. <laughs> Say that one more time, brother. Say that one. You, I, you. I, am not, I am, I'm not a wizard. I, 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 I think I'm pretty good at what I do. I, I think I, I know what I'm doing. But I, I also know, you know, that I, I have to be, I, I work with people who really, really want it and put the work in it. If they weren't doing this, they'd probably be successful doing something else. But they're doing uh, it. And they, you know, they, they've, they've asked yeah. you to take them to the next level. And that's what you're doing. When right. I saw, when I saw the Tracy Ellis Walk won that Golden Globe, I was like, wow. This is crazy yeah. good. This is this is crazy. This is good. So let me. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go through. I got it for two breaks here, and so I'm gonna take my time and enjoy this conversation because I want to talk about. You know, you're from Long Beach, California. I, I lived in LA for 15 years, so I'm familiar with Long mm -hmm. Beach, California. You know, mm -hmm. when people hear Long Beach, who they hear? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. They hear right, rap. Right. They hear. They hear. They hear a layer of lifestyle that really don't exist because they think that that whole lifestyle has taken over the whole city of Long Beach. Tell us about growing up in Long Beach, Brian Dobbins style, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, yeah, I, I grew, you know, I grew up not that far from, from Snoop, uh, honestly. I grew up a couple, two, three blocks over from where he he grew up, and, uh, you know, we have family friends, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, my, 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 I think my father used to, you know, hang out with uh, one of his uncles years ago. So, um, but I, I grew up in East Long Beach. It was, uh, you know, it was a, it was a rough neighborhood. Mm -hmm. uh, but my, you know, my my, um, my grandmother and my father raised me, and yes, I was, uh, you know, it was a local public school uh, where all the hardheads went, and my my family would not allow me to do that as badly as I wanted to go hang out with all my friends. Isn't that um, crazy? Isn't that crazy? They should, yeah, they sent me to uh, a private school um, mm -hmm. in Long Beach, not too far from where I live. Um, and that, that school was actually mostly black. Um, but it was, uh, it, it, I grew up, uh, you know, in a, in a different environment than the other uh, kids on my block. So um, I spent eight years um, at, a, at that private school. Um, you know, my, my family focused on uh, education and, and I love sports. That was kind of my first love. Um, you know, I was, you know, school was just that, that, that there was, you know, getting good grades was, there was no question about that. Right. Um, I, I had to, or I wasn't, I, I don't think I would have a place to live. I tell people my family's love was very, uh, it wasn't unconditional. <laughs> okay, you sound like my dad. It was like, like my you better, dad. You, yeah, you better you better bring home good grades if you want if you want us to love you. So uh, sounds like my dad. Uh, I went out there with yeah. Brown. I went out there partying when I went to college. Yeah, and I walked in the room. It was like walking in the room, look, talking to Godfather. He was sitting in the dark. I could just see half his face. And and I asked him for some money. He go, what happened to the money that the school gave you? Uh, right. uh, he said, well, I guess what you're gonna do is miss school this semester, huh, son? 
Hassan. That's right, right. Because yeah. I had to learn. Yeah. I had to learn that. Yeah. You know, and that's what I love because I come from Fieldport, Texas. So I come from a background where and my family moved me. A, a, we upgraded to another neighborhood, but you know, it wasn't like it was so far away from the hood that I couldn't. I had to. I couldn't drive by it. But I think that the, right. that I love. I ha, I wanted to bring it up because that that. that People telling you what you're supposed to do and not what you want to do is what's missing a lot of time in parenting today or the relationships That's today. That's right. Because I didn't want yeah, to be Rashad McDonald. I'm going to tell you right now, Brian. I didn't want to be articulate. Right. It was easy for me to go play basketball in the streets. It was easy for me to hop that fence. My mom would go, where I'm going, act like I didn't hear when I hopped over that fence. Yeah. But guess what? She was waiting on me when I came home, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And that sounds like that, that sounds was the type of familiar. lifestyle that they, 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 they shaped you before you got to UCLA. Yeah, well, yeah, look, I, I, you know, I grew up under, you know, there was a lot of pressure on me to, to do well. Um, and, you know, I, I think, you know, there's this, the, the, the debate between your nature, you know, how you're wired and what your personality is. Yes, sir. And, and your nurture and the, so your, the environment that you're in. Yes, sir. And, you know, I, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself anyway. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just I'm just built that way, but I, my, my family also kept the pressure up, and you know pressure makes diamonds. So I I, I still put pressure on myself today, but my you know the, the upbringing I had really I think was one of the the, the biggest differences in my life because um, you know I was raised in a safe environment as as bad as the neighborhood that I yes, grew up. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and was um, and I saw a lot of the, the people that I came up with. Uh, they just made, you know, they, they made left to left turns when, you know, you made their to right keep going straight. Yeah, I keep straight. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was fortunate, and I, I kind of stayed out of trouble just for, you know, I always tell people my father was the first domestic terrorist, Edward Dobbin. <laughs> so uh, it was. In your was house. No, uh, In your house. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, so Long Beach was, uh, you know, my father still lives there. I still, you know, still, I'm still out there quite a bit. Um, and uh, I, uh, I'm thankful because as close as Long Beach is to L.A., um, which is, you know, about 30 minutes from L.A., it's a very different environment. It's, it doesn't re resemble L.A. at all. Um, and when I, when I started working in the, the entertainment business, I really had no clue of, of, about the entertainment, uh, the entertainment business and lifestyle. It, it might as well have been, mm -hmm. you know, Mars from Long Beach. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Uh, we we're going to go to a break right quick. When you come back, I was going through your resume, and it was telling me about John London. <laughs> Roommate. All now, right, see, okay. it's, 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 it's so funny. When I, when I go through your bio, you know, I've been in L.A., managing talent, doing TV shows, so a lot of things that you're talking about intersect my lifestyle. So, And that gentleman right there allowed me and Steve Harvey to, 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 to be who we are today. So I want to come back right. in a minute, talk to you about that. Just talk about it. And also noted that you had something to do with a little comedy. You was doing a little comedy? Mm, yeah, not, not who, me as a stand-up? You, know, you, you, you was trying to be funny here, comedy, write, writing, writing material. What, I kind of noted that in your bio. No. No, 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 no. I was working with, you know, I worked with some comedians earlier. Oh, okay, there we go, there we go, there we go. Get this straight. You know, they, they just send me this stuff, and I, I take my time to disseminate it. Sometimes I get it wrong. Get me right on the air, my brother. We'll be right back. That's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll get it together. Oh, I love you, man. I hope you enjoyed the interview, man, because I enjoy having you on the show, and I hope it'll be your friends after this by relationships, brother. We'll be right back with more money-making conversations. One of the primary executive producers of the series, hit series on ABC Blackish. 
Brian Dobbins. We'll be right back. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Hi, Rashawn McDonald here, host of Money Making Conversation, a show where I interview celebrities, uh, industry decision makers, CEOs, and entrepreneurs, and uh, discover what makes them successful so I can share those secrets with you. On the show today, I have my man, Brian Dobbins. Welcome back, Brian. Thank you very much. Hey, Brian, here's the deal with me, man. You know, um, I got into management. I stumbled into management, okay? I've been giving advice to Steve Harvard, good friend of mine over the years, and then one day in 1990, Steve came up to me and said, man, will you manage me? It, 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 I didn't even understand what the heck he was talking about. You know, manage, uh -huh. you know, I was a sitcom writer on a, on a Jamie Foxx show at the time. I was going over to uh, the Parkers at the time as a sitcom writer, producer, co-executive producer, all these different titles you have as a writer over the years. And, but I look at your resume, it seems like that's something you were comfortable with from the beginning. Am I correct, or did I misread something? That you didn't mind managing well, talent. You didn't mind that, that, that taking on that role, that response, because it's a responsibility of doing that, a high level. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I sort of, I kind of fell into it. You know, I started off working at a talent agency. Yes, sir. Um, one of the, the uh, bigger talent agencies in, in, uh, in L.A. and in our business. And, it, you know, the thing I learned there is I did not want to be an agent. It's a, it's a very different job. Um, there's some redundancy between the agent and manager and that we're both, you know, out there trying to create opportunity for the clients that we work with. But the way that a, an agent and a manager function are very different. And so, you know, working at a town agency, I got a chance to see a bunch of, you know, a lot of, a lot of different kinds of careers that were mm -hmm. out there. And I got a chance to experience management mm -hmm. and I got, uh, I got I got excited about management because it's a it's an application it's a career that allows for some versatility. Um, you can be a lot more creative as a manager. Yes, it is. Um, you get an opportunity. You, you know, you can produce as a as a as a manager. Whereas as as an agent, you know, you're you're you know from a legislative from a, a, a legal standpoint, you're barred from being a producer. Um, and at one point, I thought I really wanted to be a producer. And mm -hmm. Time has gone on; it's less. You know, I, I, I do. I, I do produce. So I'll continue to produce things, but um, my, my primary focus is management. And, and you know, I think what I've always been good at is um, problem solving and um, helping people kind of uh, move and, and navigate difficult situations. And I've, I've always prided myself on being a good decision maker, and a lot of a lot of what I do day in and day out, you know, each each phone call is about a, diff, a different decision that's being made. So um, as time has gone on, I, I realized that it was a you know sort of a calling for me, even though I didn't realize when I first started. Right. Well, I like what you said. There's a difference between an agency an agent and a manager. And I remember when I, because I was represented by ICM, I was represented by Endeavor, and, uh, and I remember a good friend of mine when, when he was at ICM, Richard Weiss, who's, uh, yeah. and uh, I remember Richard said, okay, Rashawn, you'd like a train, I'm just trying to keep on the track. This is when I was writing, you know, right. He said, I'm just trying to keep you on the track, dude, because your brain is all over the place. And it was, because right. I, never, I, I never could fit in that box. I never, I never understood why I had to just, 
be this way. And, it, and that's why you're a manager now, because you didn't want to fit in that box, because you know as an agent, you've been in the literary department, but you can't cross over to the movies. Or you be over in the right. movies, you can't cross over to the reality. Or in reality, you can't represent right. nobody in music. And that's what you're talking right. about when you're saying that as an agent, you have to stay in your lane. Whereas a manager, yeah, pretty much. The, yeah. cre the creative the creative juices flow. And I remember Richard brought me in one time, and I was managing Steve, and he said, Rashawn, here's a problem I have with you. And he called in, he called in somebody from the literary department. He called in somebody from the film department. He called in somebody from the temp, the, from the, from the uh, film and, and film TV reality, as well as a, a production, events, personality. He said, it was, when he finished, there were like seven people in the room. He said, that's the problem. That's why, I, that's the problem I have with you. That's a good problem because you know too right. much. So they couldn't send me out with a with a with a with a rookie or 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 a startup agent because I look at him like he was crazy because I knew immediately he didn't know anything, and so right. so so management allows you to understand so many levels because you've negotiated so many deals and that's that's the part that drives you. I feel that's the that's the part that gets you excited that you can do all these deals. Correct? Yeah, I mean, uh, and the, the the thing is, it's like when you. As a manager, if your client one day decides he wants to, you know, if he's a if he's an actor and he decides one day he wants to write, right? And <laughs> uh, you know, and that and that's happened. You know, I represent people who Absolutely. are you know, actors, I, and and they decide one day they want to write. Uh, and you know, what you want to be able to do is be able to speak to that mm -hmm. and understand how to transition that individual into their new endeavor. You know, I'm. Very, I, I get very excited by ambitious people. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're, I think they're attracted to me, and I'm attracted to them mm -hmm. because when they come to me with ambition, ambitious notions, mm -hmm. that actually excites me. Mm -hmm. you know, that 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 kind of that that gives the juices flowing. Versus somebody who says, oh, you know, I'm just happy being a, a writer on a series and you know making my check and going home every day. You know, I, I and I, I love that. You know, I. I've represented people like that. I represent people like that. Yes. The, the most exciting part of my business is when somebody says, you know comes to me with a big goal or a big dream, and we figure out a way to make turn that that dream into a reality. Um, and you know sometimes people come to you with, with notions that are too far fetched. Right. Um, right. But you know for the most part, people come to me and say, I want to do X, Y, and Z, and how do I? How do we go about doing that? How do we get there? So we. Yeah. How do we get there? So it's it's uh you know and and it's never. One one chess move was usually, you know, over the course of you know, your success the success uh, trajectory is you know that could be two three years. There you go. I'm about to say um, put the word several years in there. You know, it's not the lottery. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, the lottery. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Now. It is not. It is not. There's not no overnight successes. That's not the way things work. And that's important. But also, I, I what you said was is about how much effort are they willing to put forth. You know, if they're just right. willing to do their gig and go home and get in bed, well, guess what? You know, will you make the red carpets? You know, will you make the, the right. celebrity events, you know, so I can introduce you to certain people? Or they can just see you out and realize that they like your personality. They like to get you engaged and things like that. You know, that, that Hollywood scene, which a lot of people say is fake, a lot of people say is annoying, but that's really how the system works at a lot of times. You have to be out there in order to depend on where you're at because, you know, let's use Anthony Anderson, for example. Anthony Anderson gets out a lot in a good way. I'm not saying that's a bad way. I mean, he makes the red carpet. He makes the award shows. So when he hosts 
his game show, well, he's probably encountered these celebrities who are coming on his game show. And so that's an that's a even more comfortable bond and relationship. Same thing with the, with the Image Award. He's probably have encountered these, this talent on a red carpet or different shows or different award shows. And so that makes everything more comfortable and it becomes a much more engaging situation for him if he decides one day to do his own talk show. That's right. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, it, it, you, you talk about the getting out and the meeting of people and the parties and the events, you know, that they, they are, they're, they're cumbersome. People, you know, I talk to my friends outside the business and they think I'm jaded because I say, you know, I really don't want to go. Come on, man. I, I know that feeling, yeah. brother. Come on, man. I know that feeling, yeah. man. Yeah. Woo. But I've learned to, I've learned to play that game the way that I want to play it. You know, you go in, you, you say hello to a few people, and, you know, you, you attend, and, and then you don't have to be there all night. Yeah, you say, you know, you, you, I, I you it, say hello is. to the right people, Brian. That's what it is. How you doing? How you yeah. doing? Yeah, there you yeah. go. Cool. We good. And, you, we know, good. You, you know, I also think that you, you, you know, there, 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 is, a mount, there is a amount of, uh, you know, what, what happens in L.A., and you, you know, Rashawn, is that it, it, there's a, and it's not even L.A. people. It's really just the entertainment business. There you go. I'm, I'm, you know, born and raised in Southern California, so I'm going to stand up for my my, my, my sector of the world. <laughs> <laughs> They're really genuine people. Mm-hmm. The entertainment business reads a certain, there's a currency in the entertainment business of what can you do for me. Right, right. What can I get from you? And, right. and you know, what I've learned over the years is, you know, there, there's a lot of that goes on, that goes on. But, you know, you, you figure out who to surround yourself with. Yes, sir. Which parties you're gonna go to? Which yes, events sir. you're gonna go to? Which charities you're gonna hit? And you know the, the the kind of people you want to surround yourself. I don't. I'm not one of these people that feel like I need to be in business with everybody to be successful. That's not how, that's not how it works either. Yeah, I, I don't need to know everyone either. I I certainly know a lot of people. I've gotten to know a lot of people over the years. But the people that I really really rock with are people that I have. You know, these are relationships I've cultivated over many years. And. You know, when, so when I attend a lot of these events, when you say the right people, it's the people that I want. I, I choose to surround myself with. And I know people that are serious about doing business. There you go. Because you know, I, and also, and also good, good people with integrity. You know, that's, there that's, you go. That's you, very you, important to me. I'm gonna tell you something, man. You don't get this roster, man. Because first of all, you know, your reputation is. I always love it when people say, "Man, I, I called around Rashawn, and and I mean, every time I talk to somebody, they say nothing but good things about you." Because, you know, because cause that's important, man, because I'm a tough guy, man. I'm a tough guy. I have standards. Uh, and, and sometimes right. I can rub people the wrong way if you don't understand my goal. My goal is for right. everybody to win. And a lot of people, oh, you know, he, he talked to you. and he, You know, he's so demanding and he expects so much from you. You know, you know, you try to leave at a certain time. He's looking at you like you're crazy. Well, I'm just saying that I work 24 hours a day. And when I get up, right. when I go to sleep, I'm working to wake up, okay? And that mentality right. is what you've developed, man. And I'm so respectful for you, man. I'm so appreciative that you took the time to share your story. You know, it goes on my Heart Radio podcast and, and Apple po- podcast as well. And I just want to let you know, man, this, this, your value as an African-American man because you're so unique. And, and, and I got to say, for, for, for the talent roster to, to trust your word, is impressive to you as a man and who your family raised, man. You're special, dude. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. That 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 is very meaningful to me. I, I really appreciate you saying that. Hey, man. Can you keep winning, brother, and keep making hits? Uh, like I said, uh, 
Well, I, if you have time, man, I'd love to bring you back on 20, 2018. I'm syndicating the show to uh, colleges because I want to really hit that 18 to 34 audience uh, in 2018. And I, and I know your brand will be a, a brand that I want to sell and tell people about because, man, what you're doing is not going to end in 2018. It's only going to get bigger. You have a clear understanding that this is what you want to do in life, and it's a skill set that you can only build on. Keep winning, my brother. I really appreciate it. You too, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Anytime you need me, I'll be around. I thank you, my brother. Appreciate you, man. All right, we're back with more Money Making Conversation going into the last half hour. We just wrapped up my man Brian Dobbins. Hey, this is Sean McDonald going into the final, final half hour of Money Making Conversation. And we have been doing it. Now, I think it's only appropriate the week before Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving, when everybody's eating up a storm, including myself, sweet potato pies. I, I would tell you this weekend, I will consume at least two sweet potato pies, a half a German chocolate cake, probably four or five good scoops of peach cobbler, and some monkey bread this weekend. That's on top of the ham. The dressing, I use the jelly cranberry sauce. I say all this is I'm about to introduce the man who actually probably loves to hear these type of conversations because he waiting on these people like me to come staggering into his gym to try to get it off and act like we can drop it as fast as we put it on. My guest is a certified personal trainer, is the creator and head fitness coach of women's fitness program, JCF Health and Fitness. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Darius Wilson. How you doing, Sean? Hey, man. Hey, man. You be waiting on people like me, don't you, Darius? Come on now. <laughs> Overeating eyes so big. I'm talking about, I'm telling you something, Darius. One time I was on the plane, man. This is when I, I was mad at myself. I had to... I'm gonna tell you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a style a little bit. I was in first class. <laughs> I had to unbutton my top button on my pants, dude. I had exceeded my waistline recommendations right there, dude. I knew then I had exceeded. When you when you start busting out your clothes in public, you know you gotta stop eating, man. And I got that story. I ain't never told about that story in public. I ain't I mean, told that story to my wife, but. I gotta make you, because I'm telling you, when you're a fitness guy, you hear these stories because people just, just, just want you to make a miracle. You're a miracle worker, aren't you, sir? You're a miracle worker, aren't you, sir? Come on now, that's tell the truth, Mr. Wilson. Yeah, people that, look at you and they, they want you to drop that 15 pounds in a week, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a, a part of the job is definitely missing, uh, debunking quite a bit of. Uh, uh, just kind of giving working with our members as well to get them some uh, yeah, yeah. their water weight. They want to get their water weight off of their water weight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, go, that hot yoga, that, that hot yoga, going and lose 15 pounds in that hot yoga for a week. So right. I wanted to bring you on the show, not only just to talk about your career, your business, but destroy some of these myths that people got out here. And, and, uh, and you're talking to a guy, let me give you a little background about me. In the health yep. and fitness. I'm going to tell you something. What I said earlier, my friend, that's how I eat. I ain't going to mm -hmm. lie to you. I will eat what I when you, when you If you ever eat dinner with me or lunch with me, I will order a dessert before my hamburger come. I will just order a dessert before my steak show up. Or my salad. I order dessert, and I can't tell you the looks I get. When people go, okay, I'll be a salad. I say, I, I, want, a, I want a Greek salad, and I want a medium steak. And I said, where's your dessert menu? They said, oh, sir, we bring it. No, 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 no. Where's your dessert menu right now? Okay, because I got to order that right now. 
Before the salad, <laughs> sir? Yes, yes, yes. I come, a I come from a family of six sisters and two brothers. Okay, if you didn't finish your food fast and ran over there and get the dessert, <laughs> it was gone. It was gone. So my mentality is always, I'm going to get my dessert first, eat my food, and I guess what? And I'm living a good life and enjoying it, sir. Welcome to my show. I just want you to know Absolutely. what personality that you were working with. So when you start talking to me and I say something crazy, you won't pause for a minute and go, what did you just say? Got it. Cool. Oh, no, I'm, I'm right here with you. Good. Well, talk, well, well, how do you deal with people like me, sir? How do you deal with people like me? Just just, yeah, focus, so just eat like a fool. Just eat like a fool, but what, but just complain about putting on weight. How do you deal with people like me? Well, I think it's first is just kind of building a rapport and getting an idea of kind of what, what got you to the point of um, wanting to being interested in our program. For us, we know our members are mm -hmm. uh, folks that have tried personal training, that have done the gym, and for some reason they need a little bit more structure, a little bit more accountability, yes, sir. more support. So it's just a matter of developing uh, a rapport and meeting uh, meeting them where they are in order for us to get them to where they want to be. So, And there's different ways we do that, whether it's a questionnaire that we have them complete, sitting down on a one-on-one -on -one basis, um, being able to uh, sort of dissect where they are, um, what kind of got them there, and ultimately where where are they trying to go. And that's that's key. And I'm going to tell you a little history on the health and fitness side. In the 80s now, I was yep. a I was a fitness instructor, aerobic instructor. So I had the leggies, okay. you know, little tight leggies, <laughs> you know. Uh, Jane Fonda was my queen. Okay, I, I was I was okay. out there. And, and the one thing that I ha I always understood was that at the beginning of the month, my class was packed. You couldn't even find we <laughs> we were wall to wall packed. Okay, yep. by midway <laughs> of that month, my room didn't look the same. And by the very yeah. end, I had maybe 20 to 30% of my class left. Because people start with that passion that this is what they're going to do. They, they have time to do it. They have time to do it. And so the reason I brought you on the show, because that doesn't technically happen to you. You know, some people going to drop off. But they didn't drop off at the rate that they dropped off for me. Because I was just there teaching classes. But you, this right. is this is a passion for you. And then you have a, this is a lifestyle change for you. I didn't have that mentality. And I want you to explain yep. to people, when I say this is a lifestyle change for you, and when you're dealing with your clients, what exactly does that mean? Yeah, so uh, for us, it's, it, uh, it's getting them, you know, initially we kind of do quite a bit of gamifying of things to get them to um, implement the sort of habits that we want them to sort of yes, sir. Uh, uh, implement so mm -hmm. and to follow through with. And mm -hmm. so and then, so getting them to do these things to where they are um, getting them that's going to not only help them start to feel better because the idea is that we can get you to take interest or start to implement some of these things and you start to feel better. The idea if you start to feel better, we want to always be able to feel better. So mm -hmm. we can get you to that point. We want to then be able to um, get you to where you are implementing these things on a daily basis. Yes, you sir. have a group of people that's around you that's, you know, like-minded people mm -hmm. um, that's going in the same direction you want to. And as we continue to do it, the idea is that we want them these things to become part of their identity. Right. Because if it's not becoming part of it, then it's just going to be another sort of thing that they have tried. Um, and it kind of can go, you know, something that they tried and quote unquote didn't work for them. 
So we start off trying to meet them where they are, as I mentioned before, by having them gamify lots of things, whether it's attending a certain amount of sessions, whether it's journaling food, whether it's uh, uh, doing, you know, just being part of the community and the support mm-hmm. to where that stuff starts to become a part of who they are. Right. And then they can get to the point. To, and, when, you know, when it becomes your identity, that's when the changes really start to happen and you're able to maintain it. Because that's, that's, that's important when I say that because of the fact that, you know, even though I eat crazy, I do know how I eat. Like if I, if I eat late, then I won't eat early the next day because I know that my body hasn't fully digested the food that I consumed the night before. And that's what people don't understand about their body. I, I, I always tell people knowing your body is the key because your body's talking all the time to you. And before we get into the, the whole boot camp a series that you run, just to give people a little clearer understanding when I say hear your body, hear what your body is saying, because that's the key to what you're trying to tell them when you're talking to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a big part of, you know, a big part of what we do as well is want to inform and be able to give honest, digestible information so yes, our members can continue to, continue to do their own due diligence. Um, we do have philosophies and things that we stand behind, but right. we also have enough experience to know that uh, it's not a one-size-meets-all. Uh, and so we want to be able to empower our members to, to be in tune with their body and be aware of how certain things, how, how your body reacts and responds to certain things, whether it's food, whether it's lack of exercise, whether it's, you know, experiencing a certain, uh, having a certain experience throughout your day. Yes, we want our, our members to, to, to be aware of those things, but now they can go back to the drawing board along with some stuff that we give them, but now they can do exactly what's right for them through the empowerment that they have received from us. Because technology has made this game different, man. The watches, the, the, the smartphones, and so the calorie counters. So it's changed the whole game. When we come back, we're going to come back because you're based in New Jersey, correct? That's correct, Jersey City. Jersey City. Jersey. It's getting cold. Yeah. It's getting cold. Yes, it is. So which is. Which is good for business, which is good for business. <laughs> we're going to talk about your business. It's getting cold. People coming in. New Year's Eve, res- New Year's resolutions. You know that's... Yes. Whoa, bro, that first quarter, they be rolling through the door, but you can't find them in June. <laughs> be right back with my man, Darius Wilson. Boy, he's in shape. That's the problem I have with the people already in shape, trying to get me in shape. But guess what? His personality, his love, his lifestyle will make you want to win with this brother in Jersey City, New Jersey. Be right back with more money-making conversations. Peace. Hi, I'm back with money-making conversations on the phone. This is my man Darius Wilson, JCL, boot camp, health and fitness. Yeah. Time of the year, Absolutely. man. People putting on weight they don't want to put on. And guess what? New Year's yeah. coming up. How? Okay, is this is business talk. That's why I wanted to bring you on the show because of the fact that you're in the health and fitness business, but you're also in the business to getting customers and keeping customers, and also to keep them. Then they lifestyle and health and longevity will be that's correct will be achieved a lot longer now this time of year when you start realizing that your 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 flow of the flow of of people coming to your gym starts to take off and how do you adjust for that yeah so um this time of year typically december more so is where we start to see kind of a um i guess a little bit of a downturn in the sense of our our current members yes sir um and us just kind of uh, um, I don't want to say packing it in for the year, but just kind of slowing down because, you know, to kind of gear for a big January push. 
uh, that, that that we normally have. It's so, gonna happen now. It's uh, gonna happen now. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. And, we, and we'll make sure we have a big push to make sure we <clears> can um, get people through our doors and really impact them and, and, and help them change lives. For us, it's about really um, being able to work and support our members um, to not get them to the, just get them help them achieve the goal, but also help them maintain the goal. Um, so. We and sometimes we feel like we we feel like we have uh, the best product, and so we want to make sure we can work with um, those people to give them some 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 true changes and some some good information, uh, but also some really legit coaching um, from a nutrition standpoint as well as a fitness coaching perspective. Now, when you say the best product, what is that? What is the best? Product? Well, just, well, <laughs> um, our, our our services. The training that we offer, yes, our environment, yes, our sir. members, um, you know, the biggest compliment we get is the, the, uh, our community. And, and so, testimonials. You know, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so we want to, you know, we feel like we have um, many of those things that, that people need when they're trying to create change, not only because this is not theoretics, but we have worked with over 2,000 people, um, and we've seen the changes happen, you know, on a, a you know, hundreds of times. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be able to, you know, when we talk about this change, it's more so than just the fitness and nutrition aspect of it, even though obviously nutrition is a huge, huge part of it. Mm -hmm. um, fitness is a huge part. Um, I always tell, tell people is that the, the, the aspiration that you have, the motivation is going to get you going to get you going. You know, you have the, the, the aspiration to want to do different things to look a certain way. But at some point, the motivation, the internal motivation has to kick on. And then at some point, also the support and accountability uh, that you have outside of yourself needs to be a huge part that's going to help you ride that wave as well. And so what we offer is uh -huh. a huge part, uh, you know, on those things. So how do you compete, my man? You compete with PX90. Sean, he got a thousand tapes out there. The Zumba <laughs> tapes, you know. You can, they make it yeah. seem like in 15 days you're gonna be skinny, stay at home, you know. And then, yeah. but your brand is to come to me. It's the come to me brand. You know, come to me. But we're family. You know, I, I, you'll be working with people who will motivate you, be there with you. You know, creating relationships, extended family type environment. That's the world you're trying to create, which is a fantastic world. Because sometimes you need motivation. You need to see somebody just like you deliver results. That is important. So how do you compete with that stay-at-home brand that's out there that's making people millions of dollars? And, 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 and you know, that's so I grew up on the Jane Fonda tapes. You know, that was Jane Fonda. That's, you put that tape in, you're supposed to get skinny in a month, you know, with Jane Fonda. <laughs> but yeah, I was supposed to get flat, cape, you know, Trace, Austin, she was out there the same way. She still looked the same way. I do them little exercises with the. I always realize she like she just a 95 pounds. Okay, I'm 200 pounds. That's a different exercise there. So, so <laughs> when you're looking at your your brand and you're motivating people to win, how do you compete with that world? Yeah, I, I think for us it's just being very clear on what our objectives are and you know who and who our audience is. Yes, sir. Um, who is your so, audience? Who is your audience? Derek. Yeah, I mean, I, I always want to be women from 20, 26 to 45. Smart. Um, yeah. Um, and, you know, they are they are in the fitness health sort of realm already from a, a, a psychographic perspective. Um, but they also have the disposable income because we, we're not the cheapest around and we don't ever try to match that. As, you know, we just try to deliver value. Mm -hmm. Whatever we can create a, a, a lane of our own. So mm -hmm. to kind of go back to what you mentioned as for how do we compete, I think it's just that. 
uh, being clear on who we are, and mm-hmm. you know, pretty much our members are getting uh, personal personal training, pretty much in a in, in a group setting. So right. um, they get the instruction of of working one on one. Now, the one thing great, you know, big shouts to you know Beachbody and P90X and you know Insan- uh, Insanity and those things. Um, but the difference that they can't offer what we can is that none of those trainers are going to come out of that screen and tell you, you know, you're doing something correctly. Uh, or if you're doing something, you know, it, that's all I'm talking about, wrong. brother. Sell your brand. Um, Sell your so, brand. Sell your brand, Derek. And, <laughs> and so that's kind of how we differentiate ourselves. But also, they don't have to go to a, a, per, a gym where they're going to pay an additional $85 per session to work with a trainer. We're going to kind of create those things and uh, put that together in our program. Um, and then they're going to have the group environment, the motivation, the high energy of a group setting. So we really is getting. Um, being able to kind of knock out a few birds with one stone with what the process, with, with what we are offering. And that's how we are able to uh, compete in this market and kind of create, not kind of, but create a lane of our own. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us, it's not really focusing on what the competition is doing, to be quite frank. It's more so about continuing to deliver on our values and our promises to our members. And when we can do that and do that at a high level, then they're going to tell their friends about it and then they're going to bring friends in. Uh, which has been tremendous with our a huge part of our businesses is referrals. Yeah, so you have you have different levels of promotion. You have the the, the end of the year promotion, get your year started for your year end, and then you have the New Year's resolution promotion, and then you got the promotion get fine before the summer promotion, and then the, get <laughs> then at the end of the summer get 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 sexy before your kids go back to school. You know, so <laughs> all these believe me. I've been selling. I've been selling this stuff a long time, man. And I, so, so when you when you're promoting, that's just a promotion, you know, just to get them in yeah. that door. And when you get them in that door, like I said, you know this, man. The beginning of the month, registration is high, you know, because people think like that. I'm gonna I'm I'm set my goal. I'm gonna start it at the beginning of the month, and I'm gonna see it through. Same thing with resolutions. That first quarter of any year is the highest level of registration for memberships that you can have because people have said in their mind that they're going to do it that way. How do you keep these people engaged and how do you keep them moving forward? And man, you know, I'm so proud of what you're doing because I know from experience that it's, it's, it's a constant battle to convince people that, yeah, you want them as a customer, but you can live longer and have a better life if you just do what I'm asking you to do. That's all you're telling them. Yeah. Um, I think, like you said, man, I think you have to meet people where they are. So people, it's more sexy to drop weight or to get a six-pack or to drop a pant size. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have to meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where, you know, we do have the challenges, uh, what, what we call challenges of promotion to get people in. Yes, sir. Uh, but on the on the back end, of Rashawn, is that we are kind of giving them what they want, but we want to make sure that they're getting what they need. There you and go. that's where there a lot go. of the things happen for us when they, when you are a part of the program. Um, and I, and, and, and we that's when we over-deliver as well. You know, they get a lot more support than they anticipated. Mm-hmm. They get a lot more nutrition and personalized coaching um, when, when they when they're registered, after, you know, once they're on board. Um, and then they got, you, you got this, this, this sea of 200-plus members who are, um, you know, not only have been where you are, mm-hmm. but they are also setting the pace and setting the tone of what it could be like once you do achieve the goal, right? Because that's another thing that we do is that work with our members to kind of re, right. reset their targets. 
So initially they may have body composition goals and that's fine when we accomplish that, right? We had that sort of carrot that's driving us the whole time. Mm -hmm. And then once we achieve it, now mm -hmm. we got to reset and recalibrate and, and target something else. So we, we continue to have that drive. We continue to have uh, the, the, the consistency toward it. So we want to see our members go from achieving the, the weight loss goal or the fat loss goal or dropping sizes mm -hmm. to now focusing more on really driving their fitness. And that can be from completing 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons to, you know, obstacle course races or um, just kind of really starting to work, finding that next thing to work toward. So My that's man. how we've been able to string awesome. together, keeping people to, uh, you know, to kind of do away with just, just the kind of that's more nearsighted of losing the weight where it becomes more of a lifestyle and really the, where the longevity becomes a huge part of their, their life. I'm coming up to New York in three weeks. Okay. If you don't mind, I'm going to drop by and see your space, man. Because uh, I have some ideas, man. Just, you know, brother, ain't no charge here, brother. God gives me these gifts, man, and uh, and it, I, I have to share them. I have some ideas just to, yeah. just to promote some angles. Yep. Sit down. Say, Rashad, yep. we thought about that. Cool. Just want to know if you had it, okay? Or we never thought okay. about that. I want to see if you have a testimonial wall. All those little things, you know, how you re-engage in the people, your success stories through the social media, all that stuff you're probably doing. I'm just going to give you that third hour on some things free of charge. Is that all right? That's perfectly fine. And that, that's, part of, that's part of our uh, core values is improve daily. Um, we always looking to get a little better. So that's no matter whether it's me or my, my team, that, that's part of who we are um, and, and what we're about. So I would love to have that. You see me in three weeks, my friend. Stay in shape, which I know you will, and I'm gonna keep eating ice cream. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my man Darius out of Jersey City, New Jersey. You keep winning. I'll be back next Monday. Day after Thanksgiving. That's weekend. Monday after Thanksgiving. That's right. Money making conversation.